this nation has there are been. four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar. For lack of a better word. Late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Well, good morning, good morning. I'm trying to learn how to use this new machine we have here, Kelly Lynn. The machinery. Is it fading? I believe it's fading now. Okay. It's fading. Yeah, right, it's going away. Go. <laughs> it's going to teach me how to do the job. Yeah. Of course, it's been a few weeks since I... Well, I was here last oh, week. You but, were. You know. How's that hacking going for you there, Troy? The hacking? Yeah, what? remember? You got hacked. After we did oh, this, actually dude, before I, we did the cybersecurity, <laughs> before it aired. Before it aired. But it was after we taped it. Absolutely. That so. was going to be my dog of the week. All right, well, we'll come, no, no, we'll come back to it. Right. It's no, called mate. a tease. Like that, <laughs> there, there like that crazy lady from MSNBC who teased out Donald Trump's, you know, tax return. Oh, yeah. And then it turned out to be a big. Yeah, well. Because Obama mean, paid less. We all realize that when you get. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Not only that, but. NBC's corporate tax rate was lower yeah. than Donald Trump's. Uh, usually when you get a little overzealous, you, you expose yourself to the possibility of being absolutely wrong. Really? Yeah, I mean, that's the way it happens. Well, especially on MSNBC. Yeah. Well. a break. Anyway, I'm Bill Laco. This money and show. And she drug it out she and did. drug Tr- it I out. Mean, I was like, whatever. I mean, it, Tr- Trump had time to tweet. I was you like, know, I was they, like really? they had time to defend themselves. <laughs> I wanted to say, me. you're not LeBron James. No. It's, it's, <laughs> and then when you look like a moron, in my humble opinion. Yeah, humble? Yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah. come on. At least get your back straight. Sure. <laughs> you know, let's do the math. He made 150 million. He paid 28 million in taxes. Let's do the math. Let's divide. There, you get the numerator and the denominator, and you kind of do the math. Yeah, it's not tough. Then maybe you want to look at your parent company and see how much they paid. President Obama, see how much he paid as a percentage. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Clearly. Uh you wouldn't have to be smart to be on TV. Well, no, we're I mean, here on radio, right, Troy? <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. So look, there's we got no requirement. No requirement. So we have Troy Harmon. You're a CVA, Certified Valuation Analyst? Absolutely, and a CFA, Chartered Financial Analyst, easy for me to say. And you're trying to become a CPA. I am, yeah, about halfway there, I guess, unless you determine one is harder than the other. I've passed two (laughs) of the four tests. There you go. And there's just about anybody that's taken the CPA exam will tell you, they're not all equal. I'm sure that's true. But uh, I'm I'm, I'm working at it. I got you, I got you. And then there's Jennifer Thomas. Yes. CFP. Yes. Certified financial planner. Correct. You, you and I are not as smart as he is. No. So, I don't know about all that. And I'm I'm dollar Just bill a different focus. It's a different focus. You guys do the financial planning side of things, and I'm looking at the portfolios doing the financial analysis. This is true. Yeah. So you, you count numbers better than I do. Well, maybe that's it. You you guys know all kind of things. Actually, about what you can do is look the at the accounting. And say, oh, you're just trying to play with the numbers. Yeah, there's some of that, no doubt. So Some of that. I, I I am more likely to be able to look through the financial statements of a company and give you all the basic details while you guys are are uh, more focused on personal, individual kind of things. And rightly so. That's what we do, right? Financial Correct. planning. And uh, you guys can look at it and say, no, no, no. And, and, well, you and, need insurance here, and, and you to need be to clear, save more there. I know I'm not a good Democrat. But to be clear, my whole life's mission is to pay as little money to the federal government as I possibly can, legally. 
Yep. Correct. Big difference between avoidance and evasion. Yeah, no, absolutely. One will put you in jail. (laughs) The evasion (laughs) will get you. Uh, But you know what? You're not alone. I think everybody does that. And one of the most. So why are we going to blame them? I mean, uh, there's a lot of things to dog President Trump about. Right. But this ain't one of them. Yeah, I don't don't get it. I think what happened, though, is if you look, he's been so adamant, uh, adamantly avoiding telling anyone what he pays in taxes. Well, he's under audit. I I get that. I mean, we only deal with that, what, seven, eight, 22 times a a year for Uh, clients? You don't talk about this stuff when you're under audit. Right. And the other thing is, uh, you know, he's in a spot where he's been talking about everybody leaking information on him, and here we go again, right? Is he not correct? There's people out there. I mean, we've got a nation divided, no doubt. There are a lot of folks that want to see him fail. And, you know, it it seems like... uh, whether you want to see him fail legitimately or, you know, now you're going to... At any expense. To, yeah, you're going to try to, to forward that cause. Uh, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. you got to be careful. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know who benefits from a failure of a president, no matter who they are. I had the same conversation with, uh, with many of my Republican friends, whom, you know, I tend to see more eye to eye with. Uh, personally, but uh, I had the same conversation when Barack Obama yes. was elected president. You know what? I don't want to see no. him or any other president fail because it means failure for all of us to some the country. degree. country. Right. That's correct. No, listen, and we, we look, I have no problems. T- somebody should take his phone away from him so he um, can't tweet I anymore. I agree with that. All that being said, he is the president. He is. And, and I, we, we didn't hold anything back on President Obama right. when he made dumb financial decisions, yep. in our opinion. And we're going to do the same thing with President Trump, because I promise you he will make oh, some uh, dumb financial I mean, decisions. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, there's probably argument for some already. But uh, if you look at what the market says, we're up uh, year-to-date, what, 6.9, almost uh, 6.7%. Uh, you know, we've got uh, we got five percent between the election early November and the end of the year in 2016. The market believes that something's going right, uh, and I can't. Disagree. They got it baked it's, in for perfection, though. They, well, even I'm a little. Generally, I'm. I know every <laughs> every week I go. The market's going to be flat. Yeah. But generally, I'm. A, the market's always up. Guy, yeah. Well, he, I am too, because we know over a long period of time right. we have seen that the market. You're going to be more right more than, than you're wrong. That's <laughs> exactly. And that's all you have to be in. The, <laughs> that's right. That's all you have. To, by the way, there's the trick, folks. If you're listening. <laughs> that's right. It, it boils down to that one simple notion. Right. Uh, we've seen the market through some horrible times, still have positive returns on a ten-year yeah, basis. Right. We talk about the ten-year a lot around here, but uh, uh, the notion is. Uh, I, I would have to agree with you to some extent, Bill. We've the market ha- is forward-looking. It's always going to be forward-looking, right. and you know when we expect that regulation is going to be lower, uh, and um, possibly even taxes are going to be lower. You just talked about hating to pay taxes. Well, you know who doesn't? But uh, at the end of the day, uh, you do have to be careful. The market uh, the market can rally and uh, bake a little too much of. Uh, sunshine and great news into the into the future, right? Yes, it can. Yeah. I would love to see some uh, regulatory wins. And, I would too. You know, we've seen uh, that's going to probably have a bigger in, impact than even tax 
right tax cuts yeah and a lot of people that trade the market we don't do that but they'll tell you you know you buy on the rumor and you right. sell, sell on, on the, on the news. news so it wouldn't be surprising to me if we do start getting some of these wins that things flatten out uh, but lately it surely hasn't been that way it has not yeah no. so uh but i would i would strongly suggest that if you if I don't say stop investing in the stock market because I never say yeah, those no, words. Yeah, no, I don't think but so either. this would not be a bad time if you've not taken your 10 years' worth of liquidity off the table. Absolutely. To take it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you've got uh, spending needs in the next 10 years, the way that we manage money is, uh, uh, you know, we take it out of equities and we set it not on the sidelines. We set it in fixed income securities that, you know, hopefully can beat inflation. Now, right. inflation is in the low week, 2%. rates are a little higher. They are. Uh, you know, rates got a boost. And, uh, you know, at the same time, we also, uh, you know, we have there's plenty of liquidity. There's lots of uh, companies that are still out there uh, floating bonds, I- issuing bonds um, that are widely available, uh, you know, for your investment. So uh, inflation's not a tough target to beat at the moment. Uh, you know, we're not talking about I know we bake in some numbers that are significantly higher than the market, but the Main point is, as long as your fixed income securities, the money you've got set aside, uh, maintains its purchasing power, meaning that it beats inflation, you've basically done your job when right. you've when you've set the money aside. Right. It's not dealing with the volatility of the stock market, and at the same time, you're going to have that well, money that's, set it, aside when it's time for you to spend I, it. I'm not a big fan of watching these financial ads that I see all the time, but there's one, and I forget if it's Invesco or one of them, that's, it's, it's very... Uh, appropriate in terms of risk analysis. In other words, everyone wants to compare the returns to the S&P 500. I wouldn't own half the companies that are in the S&P. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. If you bought them individually, you wouldn't own them. There's right. no way you would own them. Right. So why do it? So you can't just, in my opinion, say, how do I perform against the S&P 500? Because really the goal is supposed to be, how do I maintain my lifestyle? Right. With the least amount of risk. Yeah. So, I don't know. Most people are risk adverse. They they really are. And the thing is, you know, your point when you don't own those those companies that uh, that don't meet a certain quality standard, you wind up in a situation where you do have more volatility. Yeah, you might beat the socks off the S and P 500 if you only owned what we would consider junk uh, during a time where the market spikes much higher. But we know that the market is volatile over long periods of time, and we see significant downfalls. And well, when imagine, those just, when those declines I, come, I'm not predicting anything, so don't misunderstand. But you can have uh, perfect taxing scenarios. They've we're going to repatriate. They're going to do whatever. Right. Okay. Yeah. Perfect scenario, and then you got this idiot in North Korea. Yeah. That may or may not do something stupid that requires us to go in there and do something. What's the market going to do? Yeah, no, you you have volatility. So you can't control that. Nope. So you got to plan for it. I mean, it, I like to take money off the table when it's high, not when it's low. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. well, you don't want to be forced to have to sell a stock when it's dropped twenty percent, thirty percent. Yeah, that's 50%. not the time to be adjusting your portfolio. No, yeah. that is the time to start buying, though. It absolutely yeah. is, yeah. All Add right. to your portfolio when things are cheap. That's right. I guess we can go back and pick up some economic news. Uh, as we said, market's up 6.71% from uh, the end of last year, so year-to-date. Uh, we've got a huge leader in information technology, up 12%. Uh, 
uh, financials who were leading the charge have fallen back a little bit, and we might talk a little about that later. Uh, Health care is uh, also doing quite well, up 9.8% uh, at the bottom of the range. Energy and telecom again. Mm-hmm. So uh, energy has uh, lost 6.92% year-to-date, and telecom is down almost 2%. Uh, on the week, big winner, real estate, um, and utilities, and telecoms. So Pretty much all the companies that you would expect are interest rate sensitive. We had a rate hike, and uh, for some strange reason, their prices go up. I thought prices go down to make yields go higher. <laughs> uh, maybe, I, maybe I'm maybe i not as good at this game as I thought I was at one point, but uh, they're all up uh, in the range 1.6 to 1.3, uh, 1.36%. Uh, healthcare was the lone negative on the week, uh, falling 10 basis points or 0.1%. Uh, Jennifer, we got a whole lot of news uh, on the economy this week. Employment situation came out last Friday. It was uh, uh, significantly better than expected. I mm-hmm. think we expected about 190,000 jobs to be added, and we had 235, uh, well above consensus, and the market took that as a positive. Uh, Tuesday, we got the producer price index. This is kind of a, a precursor to consumer price index. Right. You see the prices rise on uh, goods, uh, you know, unfinished goods before you see them rise usually mm-hmm. in consumer goods. Uh, producer price index gave us a 0.3% increase in February, uh, following a 0.6% increase in January, 0.2% gain in December. Inflation is, is uh, getting there. Yep. We're starting to see some uh, some movement. I think after, you know, inflation came out and a lot of people were talking, there's it was a lock mm-hmm. uh, whether or not we got interest rate increases. And absolutely, we did get that interest rate increase this week, uh, 25 basis points. Mm-hmm. Uh, yields are currently between 0.75 and 1%. And I think we've talked in the past, there's good and bad in everything. You know, there, there are proponents out there like, oh, no, you know, they're raising interest rates and we're going to see more inflation. But there are a lot of people that have been significantly hurt by the low interest rate environment. That's true. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you if you're retired and you have money invested in safe fixed income investments to provide for your spending needs, you've been hurting there in that position for a while. So Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we don't want inflation to get too bad, but right. it's, it's the one thing that uh, it, you know that mm-hmm. that we talk about a lot. The the Fed surely watches inflation closely, uh, and let's just talk about that. Equities yeah. is probably the best place to hide uh, from inflation Correct. because when you own the the company, revenues rise mm-hmm. uh, as inflation gets bigger. Those those price increases get built into the sales of the company. They trickle down to the bottom line. Earnings increase. If you've got a company that holds their uh, the price to equity. Uh, uh, price to earnings ratio, rather the PE uh-huh. uh, ratio, then you wind up having uh, a company that is marching time with inflation. So, right. uh, you know, most of them do. The ones that get it first are mm-hmm. uh, consumer staples, the goods that we all have to have, groceries, uh, you know, uh, certain mm-hmm. medical uh, issues and things of that nature. You know, we're all going to pay the extra price because yeah. we have to have the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you'll see inflation go through there. It works into the price of the stock. If you're a stockholder, it's a great place to hide from right. inflation. Um, the other thing we saw, retail sales grew modestly in February. They were up uh, 0.1%. Uh, CPI, Consumer Price Index, which is the the main measure of inflation, 
uh, for the common person. Uh, we don't all measure it that way. We know the PCE deflator is the way that the Fed looks at this, which comes out usually when we see GDP. Uh, but up 2.8% on the headline, 2.2% when you strip out uh, food and energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're over the 2% target that the Fed yep. has talked about for mm-hmm. so long. Not a surprise that we got an interest rate increase. And Correct. like you said, one that uh, uh, was pretty much welcome in, in uh, most areas. Uh, the other piece Why do you think interest here, rates went down? Uh, generally, what happens is the market moves ahead of the Fed. Uh, we did see a little bit of a – it wasn't so much down. We saw a, a, uh, over the last month we saw a, a flattening of the yield curve, so the short end came well, up a little more. Well, they raised rates yesterday, and I thought 10-year dropped. Uh, yeah, prices rose. Uh, I'll tell you why. Because part of the news that was in the the release was that the Fed, you know, the the speed with which rates were going to increase was pretty much at stake. You know, they were some people were saying, no, we're going to have a a step process for the next, uh, you know, two years. We're going to see, and this is the way the Fed has managed in the past, where almost every meeting, they'll have a 25 basis point increase. Uh, the Fed came out and said they use these dot plots. It kind of They're not etched in stone, but they give us kind of the sentiment of each individual member. And uh, it looks like they're signaling uh, slower increases, meaning that we might have three more this year instead of spiking it higher. It, when you see interest rates change significantly in a short period of time, that's when your fixed income right. prices start right. falling so hard and, you know, we, we see those kind of issues. I got you. All right, well, we'll talk about this more when we come back here. We're going to pay some bills. Sounds good. All right, you're listening to Money Talks. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.